When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing lovers and likers, welcome to the ultimate sibling rivalry, Bigs versus Bigs. This podcast highlights two brothers who've been debating, undercutting, and contradicting each other for years about the sweet science of boxing. And now they're finally here to settle the score right on this podcast, Bigs versus Bigs. In the blue corner, the cool, collected, self-proclaimed ladies' man, he's famous for dominating debates without raising a vocal decimal, representing the youngest sibling in every family worldwide. Christian the Slim Reaper Biggs. In the right corner, the borderline obnoxious, the man that has been rumored to be 3,000 and 0 in all boxing debates, the man representing for all big brothers all over the globe, Justin Big Time Biggs. Welcome, 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 welcome. We're back to the Biggs versus Biggs show, man. You know what this is, it's Big Time Biggs with my co host. Chris and the Slim Reaper Biggs. And uh, we've been away for a little minute, guys. We've been fighting. We've been traveling. Uh, and we've been having a, a great time. You know, I just came off a fight. I'm now 13-0 in my professional boxing career. Chris is uh, 4-0. Don't speak for me. Okay. Right. I speak for myself. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's the Slim Reaper, Chris and Biggs. Here we go, man. We came back. We saw. We conquered once again. Now we're back on the mic to to just just talk to you guys like we love to, man. Thank you all for for listening. We appreciate the support. I'm four no four knockouts. Like Justin said, he's thirteen no ten knockouts. Doing it on a big stage, fighting in front of a hundred million homes. Yes, I said it. A hundred million homes it was on live cable. How'd that feel? It felt great, man. It felt great. You know, sometimes you you know you go fighting in gymnasiums to a couple people showing up, and then you know, next thing you know, you're fighting on television, and we want to continue to uh, build it up and keep and keep fighting. You know, lots been going on in the sport, and uh, I want to get to it with you guys. And if, if this, you know, one of the first things that caught my eye as uh, was the situation with um, Shakur. Uh, Stevens and Frank Martin. Um, if all you haven't heard, Shakur and Frank Martin, the fight was officially announced. Frank Martin is on PBC. Shakur Stevens is on top rank. It was very interesting. I was like, wow, this fight is really happening and, and there were different companies. But lo and behold, something went awry. Next thing you know, I hear an announcement a couple of days later saying the fight is officially off. And I see a picture of Shakur Stevens dressed up as a Ghostbuster because Frank Martin's name is The Ghost and saying that basically Frank Martin has ducked Shakur Stevens. But was it a duck or was it a goose? And this is what... Was I, it a duck or was it just a bad contract, a goose egg? Something so, that was unprofitable for one party. What so, happened? So Frank Martin has been uh, s- silent. 
basically about it, just saying he ain't duck or whatever, whatever. But and always in these situations, man, where it's like legal stuff, there's a few things said and it's very annoying. So I hear that Frank Martin went to the 50-50 split and I guess Shakur and them thought that, no, they were a bigger draw than Frank Martin. So that was, uh, was didn't make any sense. Then I hear that Frank Martin uh, didn't like the fight it was on Thursday. And it was after F1 racing, and he felt like it was a different uh, group of people, and they would not go ahead and watch the Shakur Stevens fight. Uh, someone made a good good point, I believe it was Champ side, and said that basically, hey, Shakur didn't take the 25, 22% money from Devin Haney. The 25, yeah. 25 split from Devin Haney. So basically, he ducked Devin Haney. Right, because he didn't like the money. Right. So, what is the definition of of ducking? Because it seems to me like ducking is it's getting it's, 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 it's getting strange, man. It's getting strange. The definition of ducking It's starting to become like in rap, like snitching. To where, what's snitching? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. What's ducking? What's the real right? If I give you, if I say, Chris, I want to fight you for a dollar, and you say. I don't want the fight because there's not enough money. Is that ducking? Because this is also a business. You know, a lot like the conflict lies in how does the public see you as a fighter and how you see yourself. That's where the conflict lies. You did a bunch of nothing. Go ahead. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. Very precise. The conflict lies with how the public, boxing public, the fans see you as a fighter or how you see yourself. Because Frank Martin could feel like he's the most valuable fighter on the world, uh, on earth. Mm-hmm. And therefore, he doesn't want to do anything less than a 50-50 split with someone with Shakur, someone oh. like Shakur. Because realistically speaking, yes, he has belts from other weight classes, but now that he's at 135, he may be the bigger name, but I can see how Frank Martin feels like, yo, what has he done so much more to me? It's not like he got a belt. Let's do this fight 50-50. This fight gives him credibility. It gives me more promotion. So, like, like you said, when the foot, when the, when the shoe was on the other foot, Shakur felt like 25 wasn't enough. Right. 25% split was not enough for him versus um, Shakur Stevenson. But the good thing about Shakur in that case, uh, him versus Devin Haney, but the good thing about Shakur in that case is the WBC and uh, and Sul- Mauricio Suleiman backed him on it with numbers saying, yeah, you're not a bigger draw, Devin, mm-hmm. really. So <clears throat> you can't, it has to be a 50-50 split or the fight's not happening. So like I said, it lies within how other people see you versus how you see yourself. Because other people backed Shakur on that. WBC backed Shakur mm-hmm. saying, yeah, you can't offer him 25%. No way, Jose. So now for Frank Martin, it seems like a lot of the boxing public feels like he ain't nobody. He ain't never did nothing. And that's a concept that we're seeing that's so prevalent today in boxing, the who did you beat? He ain't did nothing. Mind you, he just defeated an undefeated fighter mm-hmm. who in the amateurs in the, was in the, was in the, uh, was in the, a bronze medalist, not even just an Olympian, a bronze medalist. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. It's like Haravisian or something like that. But he beat him. And people still say, who did you beat? It's nobody. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to the short. So is it a duck? Is it a duck? I don't know. Was it a goose? Or is it a big old goose egg? Was it a bad contract that they gave him? That's the other side of it, folks. 
a lot of promoters and managers are giving out bad contracts and making it seem like they're trying to fight a fighter when really the contract is not amicable for both parties. Mm. And then when the fighter says, no, I'm not signing that contract, they say, oh, you're a dunk. But really, it was a goose, goose egg of a contract. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a lot to unpack with, 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 with this one, with this situation. Do you feel like Frank Martin is on the same level as uh, Shakur Stevens? By level? What do you mean by level? Be specific. Same please. level of no, notoriety. Because I heard Frank Martin did about like 900 tickets at his last fight. That's what I heard. 900 like, tickets? 900 tickets he sold. Okay. Um, I, see, see, I think Shakur does good numbers at Jersey. But I don't think the last fight was at uh, Frank Martin's home. Do you feel like they're, they're the same caliber of fighter in sense of notoriety? And like, are people buzzing about Frank Martin like they're buzzing about Shakur? No, not at all. No, people are, people have been buzzing about Shakur Stevenson for years since yeah. the amateurs. Yeah. He's been getting a lot of attention right. since the amateurs. So no, they're not in the same level of notoriety. But is that really what's most important? No. I think what's most important is are they the same level of fighting ability? And I think, yes. At that weight class, they're at the same place. None of them are champions, and it's a vacant belt. So what's wrong with, I mean, I think, is Frank Martin doing half of the work? Yeah. I mean, do, does, is it wrong to share 50-50 with an opponent? I mean, this this would be the biggest fight Shakur Stevens has. It would be. This would be the biggest fight of his career. It would be. And he's not champion. It would be. So I think, you know, what's wrong giving the guy giving the guy a fifty fifty split? I don't think that 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 Shakur is way more popular to me than Frank Martin is right now. Frank Martin's a top a top, you know, a top guy, man. I think he's he has some really good wins. Duno. He beat the other uh the other kid that uh Rivera. Rivera. He beat the other guy that really that they say really beat Rollies. He has a lot of good wins at one thirty five. A lot of good wins. And the Olympians, so I, I and think, he has Earl Spence and Derrick James in his corner. Yeah, his I, camp. Think that, I think that he's a he's a formidable foe, and he deserves to get paid, man. I don't sense Duck from Frank Martin. Just to be honest with you, I'm not sensing that from him. I don't sense that he's afraid. Duck usually means you're afraid. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. And let me go on and say this too. I don't think anyone's afraid of Shakur Stevens. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll be I'll be the first one to say, I guess. I don't think any fighter out there is in fear of fighting Shakur Stevenson at that weight. The top fighters that weight, I don't think they're scared. I think that it's more of a thing of he can box. He's hard to hit. Yeah. He's not gonna exchange or commit. Yeah. So unless I want to be in a pins and needle fight all night, yeah, I'm not gonna fight this guy. But he's taking it to guys more often now. Who? Shakur is in, in your, you talking about? your face more. Um, what did he fight last? Yoshino. He stayed there. Yoshino. Japanese guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't really. I'm. A, I'm gonna be honest though. I will say this right. Say what I said. I know that Shakur can fight, bro. He can. But I just don't. You know, this, mo- like, the most skilled fighter thing, I think that, like, 
I the, just, mo- the most skilled fighters. I just can't get. I just the, the people. I think people kind of like like when I see the fight between Oscar Valdez, bro. I didn't really put much value in Oscar Valdez. It was a good win. You know what I mean? When he beat, you know, uh, when he beat Chris Diaz and some other guys, it was a good win. The African guy he beat, um, the the dude with the. Uh, yeah, the African guy he, he, he beat. Uh, it was also a good win. I don't know if you remember that guy, Nakatani or something like that. But it was also a boring fight. I don't see the names where I can really, really go, yo, you know, this guy is like, he, he's done some great things, but I don't see where he's like the best fighter in the world, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely not. Terrence Crawford says it. But that's his little brother, he says. Yeah, yeah. So the credibility is gone with yeah. that. Um, Andre Ward says he's a great fighter, but he's obviously in bed with him financially. A lot of the Boston public really enjoy Shakur Stevens' fights. I don't really enjoy his fights that much. On average, I've seen about 10 of them. Yeah. One of them I enjoyed, and that was the last one with Yoshino. Where he he did stop Yoshino. I thought the stoppage was kind of early, just because that's that's my that's my analysis of it. Yeah. But as 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 it goes, it's entertaining fights. I don't see I don't see that as of yet. I don't see the fights being. I don't see the entertainment value there. The skill is there, the defensive prowess is there, the accuracy is there. Um, but I'm not seeing knockout setups. I'm not seeing effective aggressiveness, like stepping to your opponent and being able to defend. I'm not seeing physicality. There's certain things I'm not seeing yet. And it may develop as he keeps going on. He is a great fighter, obviously. You don't get silver medal in the Olympics for nothing. Um, but as far as as far as I can really say, I'm not seeing what everyone else is seeing just yet. I'm just not seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, what, what people fail to realize is that knocking an opponent out is an art form. Yeah. It takes a lot of talent. It takes a lot of skill. Knocking them out and not taking damage. That's Knocking them that, out and not taking damage. Yeah. Knocking them out, yeah. And knocking them out at all. Yeah. Period. Yes, and then knocking skill. them out not taking damage is the next level. So I'm not seeing that fold yet. But a great fighter nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh the next fight, uh, I watched the Liam Smith and Chris Eubanks fight. And uh, that fight is, was very interesting because Chris Eubanks' father came on uh, one of the, the, it's the show. And it's this show in the UK. And he basically was saying that Chris Eubanks doesn't listen. He has a physical ed teacher as a trainer. Uh, and, you know, he's got him. He said he, he said with three fights for a low-level opponent, he got Chris Eubanks $9 million. Wow. That's Guys. A, that's a great father. Yo, what a good dad. Because of, because of my name. Because of my name. <laughs> he said his guy is that was like on a level of... Remember that guy that Canelo knocked out for title defense? Avenue? Yildrum? Yildrum. Guys on like Yildrum's level. And I said, wow. He's getting paid. So, you know, basically he was sounding like his son is, you know, ended up get, about to get a wallop again. But this time around, he, what happened this time? He had Bo Mack in the corner. Trainer of the year, Bo Mack. Good old Brian McIntyre. Yeah, and he showed some of the sparring that he had, too, with uh, Von Alexander, Devin Alexander's brother, older brother, and it, it was some good work. But I saw him making some mistakes in sparring, and it looks like uh, Bo Mack had corrected those things. 
And uh, he went there and got a, a, I think, 11th round stoppage of of uh, Liam Smith. Liam said that he was weight drained and he had an injury. And, uh, you know, hey, look, here's the thing. The no excuses thing is corny. I believe that when you lose a fight, you should be able to explain what happened. <laughs> I want to hear what happened because I'm invested in it as a as a uh, fan. I want to know what went wrong. Yo, man, I ate somewhere before the fight. I, I, I just felt like, tell me. Are you with my girl? I want to know because some things did contribute. I stayed up late with my kids. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't mind the dog ate my home. Ate I just didn't homework. feel right. Yeah. And basically said his legs were there and his legs did look a little weird. And you know, he did, I guess he did roll his ankle at one point in the fight, but I do feel like Christian Banks is just better than him at like, for real, for real. I think Chris Eubanks got hit with that elbow the fight before. And people were hard on Chris Eubanks. There was clearly an elbow he got hit with. I didn't understand that in the UK. I was like, why are we... Clearly forearm elbow. Clearly. He dogged him out with that forearm. Liam's a big draw. Well, I mean, Liam Crowd. Liam Crowd. It sounded, okay. it sounded like a Liam Crowd to me. It did. It did. But that was a hard elbow, man. Hard elbow. Uh, Chris Eubanks won, 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 won the fight. He looked great. He looked impressive. He called out Triple G. And he called out Conor Ben. Leave Triple G alone because Triple G has done enough. Triple G should never have to pick up a boxing glove again unless it's to teach someone, unless it's to put it on someone else's hands or to lace up for exhibition match. Young guys are really preying on old lions. Yeah. And I don't like it. I don't really like it either. Fight them other guys in 30-something, young 30s. Chris Eubank. Fight Conor Ben. That's fine. I don't mind that. Fight Conor Ben if he could, you know, pass the drug test and move on. Carry I don't want to see Conor Ben in the ring again. I I'm going to keep it real with you, brother. Why? Um, he's a dirty cheater. I mean, like, like I want to see him in the ring again. But, yo, man, it's not cute when people start doing them drugs and, and doing like doing all this and doing too much, man. Because at the end of the day, you know, you hit a guy and you hurt him and you scramble his brain up and a guy is fighting you fair and you're fighting a guy on some stuff. Like, 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 why are we talking about, listen, Conor Ben should have to do five more fights on a low level. I'm talking about in Mexico or something like, like in a bar. Build your way back up Pay your fines. And the promoters be so involved in like in like um in clearing their name. He like, cheated. Connor Ben is a cheater. He cheated. Work your way back up. Connor Ben should fight for free his next couple fights. That's best. Now you'll get a big fight with, with Chris Eubanks. There's a bunch of guys out there deserve a Chris Eubanks fight, man. Why are we back on this? And it's, and it, no, no, it's not like guys are getting caught on stuff that you can find in food. These guys are getting caught on steroids, man. Clear, clear, clear. It's not no mistake. I'm sorry, bro. So now I'm supposed to watch Conor Ben and Chris Eubanks kind of get a bat? I don't remember where I heard this from. I heard somebody say, you know, I have to, I have to, you have to give fighters a chance to prove their innocence. Yo. You got drug tested. That's your chance to prove your innocence. Just like if I'm trying to graduate from fifth grade to go to sixth grade, this is my chance to prove I deserve to be in the sixth grade by passing this test. And if I fail this test, 
I can't go say, yo, you got to give me a chance to prove I belong in the situation. That's like me taking a DNA test, and it says, you are the father. And then I go, I got to get a chance to prove this is my child. Stupid, it's my child. I took the test. Like, what is going on here, man? These people got to stop. This is messed up, man. You're hitting guys and you're hurting guys. And how many people has kind of been knocked out and hurt and brutalized on that stuff? Now, I got to move on to another one. <clears throat> Alicia Baumgartner got caught on what seems to be a cocktail of performance enhancement drugs, at least two different types of performance enhancement and drugs. And this one is dear, this one, this one, this one is different. This hit different, dog. After she beat Leonard too for the first Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. First time avenging her only career loss in pretty great fashion. The fight was still challenging enough, but she definitely cleaned Leonardo's plate. But shortly after that, the results come out as positive for certain banned substances. Now, they usually drug test twice. For drug tests. So one of them came back negative, another one, or one came back inclusive or negative, another other one came back positive. So fans are clinging to the one that listen, when you get tested for a substance, it should never come up positive at all. It shouldn't come up positive at all. If it comes up positive, that means there's something in there. It's something in there that's not supposed to be in there, let alone. Come back positive for one thing, no, but to come back positive for two banned substances. How long have people been doing this and getting away with it? And then they finally get caught up. And then they always, everybody always puts out the message. When is somebody going to come out and say, yo, I was wrong. I'm using PEDs. I've yet to see the fighter. I did it. Somebody just said, yo, I'm I, sorry. I thought they were doing it. I'm wrong. I've been doing it for this, for this amount of time. And I got caught, and I thought because I thought maybe everybody was doing Chell, it. Chell did it. That MMA guy? He came back and said he was doing it? Yeah. <laughs> said I did it. He said, yo, I was getting jacked up on that stuff. And, and he explained it, why he did it. But I think the paranoia in boxing is making people do, do this. What was his reasoning? Uh, everybody else was doing it, and, and mm -hmm. this and that. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to get jacked, and wanted to like perform better. and Because, you know, it's, it's like the, they don't start doing something with this stuff. Everybody's going to start doing it. Because you, you're going in there and you're not fighting a man anymore. You're fighting a, a freaking machine. So it's like this, man. It, see, it sounds like to me... And, sorry, sorry, Joe Cusimano got caught too. He just beat Adam Kalnacki. This is all in, in, in the course of a few weeks. And Hellenius got caught. And Robert Hellenius. Go ahead, what were you going to say? So it sounds like to me... The Alicia saying is a conspiracy theory, which which means that, and, and Melissa um, McCaskill said that yo, I think because Alicia tried to get her contract, basically, allegedly, I'm not saying this matchroom. I'm not allegedly. I'm not saying this. This is what happened. They basically 
contaminated her sample so that that's revenge for Alicia Baumgartner. So she won't get picked up by another promotion? For whatever reasons. Uh, Look, huge allegations. So why would they make, why would they, my thing is why not make both samples dirty? That's my thing. Um, And I'm not a doctor, but they're saying that once a couple of days passes, it leaves your system. It seems like what these guys are doing is that these guys are taking performance enhancement drugs close to the fight and not caring because they're going, yo, if I win this fight, I win, even though I got caught on these, these substances. Or they're trying to flush it out or whatever it is. They don't expect, expect they test that, that close. How many fighters would have made it to the top if certain people didn't use performance enhancements? Let me ask you a question. Would Chris Algeria beat Conor Ben? Did Conor Ben use performance enhancements on Chris Algeria? Would any of those guys been able to defeat him? Because he's really new to boxing. He's you know strong guy, but he looks freaking he's freaking jacked, man. He's just coming at you with hard shots, ah, all this super aggression. Would would uh would, would, how long has Can- was Canelo using that stuff compared to Noel or whatever? Would Lara have been able to beat them more decisively? Would Austin Trout been able? Would the trajectory of the sport have been changed if people didn't do that stuff? The bottom line is this. You people, boxing has to change first and make it a cleaner sport because you have people saying, yo, if I want to make it to the top, other people are doing it. I got to do it to be statistic. Because you know what you guys tell us? Defend yourself at all times. Defend yourself at all times. So for some people, that means a shot in the booty. <laughs> but where would boxing be if people didn't do that crazy stuff? If you did that stuff, you're a dirty cheater who is who, 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 who's homicidal and you want to kill people and it's messed up and you're messing people's lives up forever. Suspend them for a year. <clears throat> I want him out of here. Suspend him for at least a year. At least a year, you got to say. They suspended Canelo after Triple G won, right? Was yeah. that? After he fought Gennady Golovkin the first time, suspended him. He got caught on something. Canelo says that he, it was the meat. The meat where he ate contaminated meat. For all that doesn't, for all that don't know, WBC suspended him for a year. I mean, for six months. It's uh, immediately off his suspension. He gets a contract from Matchroom for $365 million. So what example does that set to the boxing public, to the fighters and consumers alike about performance enhancement drugs? If you're popular enough, it doesn't matter. If you've made enough money or accomplished enough, it doesn't matter. But mind you, so many people out there hate Floyd Mayweather Jr., who has never been caught on performance enhancement drugs. The only shifty thing he did was take IV drips after a, after a weigh-in, which he shouldn't have done that. But never been caught on performance enhancement drugs, and so many people talk bad about him because he likes to flash money or maybe some of his, some of his antics or shenanigans and behaviors. But what for the people out there like Canelo Alvarez who blatantly get caught on, 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 on steroids? Our power lies in our people's ties. Amen. Say that again. Our power lies in our people's ties. And it seems like our people are tied to popularity. 
no matter what comes with that popularity, even if cheating comes with it. Oh, I like that guy. Let's let him fight again. Oh, I want to no, You know, it doesn't matter if he did performance enhancement drugs and he's out there killing people and hurting people. Didn't Dillian White get caught too? Not too long ago? Yeah, Dillian. That's what the fuck I canceled. Dillian got caught. And what Hellenius did, I'm going to do him too. That's about five fighters, y'all. How many guys didn't get caught? How many guys didn't get caught? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's fucked up. It's messed up, Chris. It's wrong. You know what else is wrong? Robbing fighters. Speaking of, this past weekend, actually, on my birthday, September 7th, Thursday, I got a wonderful gift. Thank you, Courtney Pennington. Thank you, Mustafa, the trainer. Because you guys put on a really great performance against an up-and-coming, welterweight contender, Curio. You did great. Y'all boxed him. You landed the bigger shots for most of the fight. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. Somebody from my gym, from my camp is about to pull a great upset. Ooh, look at this upset that comes on the on. B side. On the B side with every disadvantage. And then guess what happens, y'all? This guy Curio in the last round, last few rounds is coming back, landing some good shots. My guy is still up. Courtney Panton is still up, clearly. Okay. He, he lands a combination ending with a hook. Ref looks like he's about to jump into a double dutch rope, ready to stop this fight. The guy, Curio lands a left hook on Courtney Pennington. He stumbles back a little bit. Granted, it's the 10th round of a 10-round fight, a long fight. You know, you get a little windy, you get a little tired, your balance is going to go as the fight goes on. Referee jumps in there so fast, man, stops that fire like he's trying to save a child from a fire. He stops it. I'm going to go in on this one. I've known Courtney Pennington... Great fighter. Courtney Pennington started boxing in his mid-20s. Courtney Pennington's career has been nothing but hard fight after hard fight after hard fight. Olympian, Olympian, knockout artist, Olympian, 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 Olympian. Courtney, leading up to this fight, I saw Courtney sparring 13 rounds, probably three days a week. I called Courtney and I said, how do you keep up with that type of stamina, man? Courtney told me that he was running about 10 miles a couple times a week. Sprints, training hard. Goes to the gym, says hello, gets to work, and will stop for work, train very hard. It goes into this fight known as the Oswick. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Against him. He outboxes the Olympian, hits him with great shots. Olympian can't find him. He's confused. And as soon as they get an opportunity, they snatch the fight from him. He says, bro, I said, bro, you're winning a fight. I at least had you win six rounds. The guy's a top-level fighter. He says, bro, I got the scorecards, and 
They only had me winning one round. Courtney, I'm sorry. I am sorry that boxing did this to you. The man has a family. He runs a business. He doesn't have the luxury of just doing boxing. And this is how boxing repays him. Courtney's a clean athlete. He gives his heart and soul to this. And this is what we do. The people that work hard, we rob them. The guys that cheat, we exalt them. We even make excuses for the guys that cheat. I, I want to see him again. The guys that work hard, we get, we get upset. Guess what we do? We get upset for a day and then we do this. Nobody petitions. And if you try to petition, nobody cares. And then the commentator decides to talk bad about Courtney. Oh, Courtney doesn't want to, doesn't want to, um, doesn't want to fight. He's landing the shots. He's boxing. He's not running from the guy. He's holding his ground. He's getting out of shots and he's moving, using lateral movement. And you guys took it from him. Boxing is messed up, man. It's hurtful. It's sad. It's disgusting. And it reminds me of my man, Patrick Day. He used to call himself the B-Side Bandit. He used to come in there and do his thing. And y'all robbed him too. You made people give their heart and their souls and you give them nothing in return. I mean, there's players that'll kill you. There's soccer, there's people in soccer that'll kill you over, kill a ref over a bad, a bad call, over a soccer game. There's people that'll beat a referee up after a football game. What is it going to take for these people to stop doing stuff like that? But guess what, Chris? Most of the refs and the judges, they never fought before. Most of the refs, the judges, the promoters. The, the promoters are lawyers. The managers. The managers are some rich guy. The sponsors. They don't care. The venue owners. They don't care. The commission, the people that run the commission. Because the world is built upon taking advantage of poor people. They never fought. Can you believe it? They never fought before. Very rarely, very seldom do you know a person who officiates in boxing and also fought before. And if they did, they didn't fight for very long. So no, you don't get it. You don't understand what it really takes to be a professional boxer. I don't know about other sports, but professional boxing is super serious and it's super dangerous. The worst quote I ever heard from boxing, right? After you can give your heart and your soul and you fight a tough guy and they go, don't leave it up to the judges. That's like, yo, man, you live in the ghetto? Don't, yo, don't be outside, bro. Bigger question here is why are they ghettos? I heard someone say, Jay-Z said, people said crabs in the barrel. Why are crabs in the barrel? Why do we always get at the victim and try to tell a victim how to be like, like better? Not victimized. Yeah, yeah, yo, man, next time you're in that position, bro, don't put yourself in that position. Don't be victimized, bro. Like, like, no, now I got to knock a guy out because I'm going to get robbed. if I. What's the name of the sport? Is the name of the sport knockouts? Absolutely. Was it called boxing? 
B-O-X-I-N-G. No one tells a, a, a basketball team, yo, bro, man, you know, you got to win by 20, bro. Because if you win by 20, bro, they may take it from you, man. If you win by one point, they'll take it from you, dog. No one tells you that. And it's a little different when, um, it's a little different when, you know, like, your health and wellness is not in the line. Yeah. Aside from maybe an injury you might get, twisting your ankle, jumping on, landing on it wrong. Oh, this is brain. This is this is this is our brains involved. And when even you look at MMA, the refs don't have the ability in the MMA to really do what they do have to do in boxing. Um, you gotta you gotta really knock a guy out, and you gotta you gotta drop a guy in MMA. The ref will jump in, and if they look unconscious, they'll stop it. But in boxing. A fighter, a ref can see one shot they don't like and stop the fight. In Justin's last fight, he's brutalizing this guy. Went down south, went to Tennessee. And if this was another state, the commission would, would really normalize stopping a fight like that. But for some reason, this, in, this, in this fight, in this town, and some reason down south, they don't have the same coof to understand when a fighter is incapable of defending himself and he's fighting on fumes and he's really hurt and he's really damaged. So let the fight go on longer than he should. Thank God for the mercy of Justin. He didn't go in there and just, he noticed it and took took notice to it and didn't take advantage of this guy's health because he understands at the end of the day, it's a boxing match. And if he outclasses his opponent, is beating his opponent, then, you know, he doesn't have to, he doesn't want to kill him. But that's empathy that is lacking in this sport in general and is lacking from the fighters who are taking these performance enhancement drugs. These fighters who, who, who clearly know that they're losing a fight and at the end of that fight act like they won it totally. Act like they don't see what the public is talking about when, they, when the boos in the crowd. When their opponent's face looks disheveled like they don't understand what happened. This is what we're dealing with. This is the sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. And oh. we lo- yeah. And, 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 and not to cut you off, but a black fighter goes to where? Poland? To go fight a fighter who they said was just, you know, one of the greats. And he's a great fighter. He knocks him out with a body shot. And they say it's a low blow. Usyk versus Du Bois. Hold, like... Hasn't Du Bois gone through enough when he got his eye fractured against uh, Joe Joyce? The kid goes in there, lands a great shot, and they tell me in front of my own eyes, nah, low blow. And then the guy, the ref gives him more time. No, take more time, take more time, take more time. About 10 minutes, it seemed like to me. So, five to 10 minutes. Now, Tyson Fury, fight Usyk. Tyson Fury's like, I'm a fighting dango. UFC people are mad. Boxers, boxing people are mad. But guess what, brother? Y'all was paying Ndango 300000 a fight. Now he's making $10 million. Y'all was paying. Tyson Fury is getting a cool $20 million to fight somebody who can't fight, who can't box. And y'all are mad at Tyson Fury, telling him, no, you should fight. You should be in danger. You should fight this one and that one. But you guys don't appreciate nothing. And this is why people are not loyal 
to 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 the sport of boxing. Hasn't Tyson Fury fought enough hard fights? You don't think he deserves to fight? I don't know. Maybe be in less danger and make more money. Finally, at this at this point, people were mad at Floyd Mayweather to fight Andre Berto too. Floyd has fought twenty four world champions. Can't he go fight somebody who? I don't know, it's a little soft to touch. But by the way, Andre Burrow's not really a soft touch. He's a hard fight for... Yeah. It's a hard fight, period. Yeah. He made it look easy. He fought Conor McGregor. People had a problem with that. Fighters that... Look, when we talk about certain things, talk about Jake Paul, you know, fighting MMA fighters and boxing events and making money for it. That doesn't make sense to me because he hasn't done anything in the sport. He hasn't paved his way. He's using, he's coming up off these MMA guys, taking advantage of the fact that they don't have boxing skills, looking like these fights are not even really that. There's not that much tension or intensity in these fights. So the question, the, the 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 integrity of the fights are very very questionable. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So I have a problem with that. But if Tyson Fury, Floyd Mayweather fighting exhibitions, um, look, Errol Spence not taking a rematch with with Terence Crawford, these are all opportunities that I see that are just for these fighters to take these opportunities because this stuff is hard. This stuff, this, this sport is very, very dangerous. Tyson Fury fought Vitaly Klitschko. He fought, or was it Vladimir? I don't know, one of, one of them. I don't know which one he fought, but he fought Klitschko. Vitaly, Vitaly. fought Vitaly Klitschko, who was a lineal heavyweight champion, beat him. He fought Deontay Wilder, the hardest hitter. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. In history since um, Ernie Shavers, at the heavyweight, at the heavyweight, um, at the heavyweight class. And he beat him twice. Draw the first time, beat him twice. Those were super hard fights. I think he deserves, and then he knocked out Dillian White not too long ago. I think he deserves a fight. Like in Dongo. What are people upset about? People, you know, a lot of people don't have the heart to do certain things. And they're just, they just, they, they don't care about, the, 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 they don't look at, the, the, they're not big picture people. And that's what it really, it, it really, really comes down to, man. And in this country, you know, the gangster stories, you know, the people that do really well, you'll see more movies about, you know, um, people like a movie about John Gotti, you know, rush to theaters before they want to watch a movie about Martin Luther King. And unfortunately, people that cheat, that, that do things that, you know, that are notorious and that break the rules and get over, people love that. You know what I'm saying? Documentaries on scams. Yeah, people love it. Uh, cult leaders. Yeah. Freaking serial killers. Murder people, mysteries. People love people those. Love, people, love, people love that stuff for some reason. And the hard, hardworking people, a lot of times, never get... Uh, um, they'll just do. And... You know, that's what it that's what it really is, man. But I hope that there's some change to the sport. You know, we we, we keep uh waiting and waiting and waiting, but we have to start overturning it. That's that's just some of the stuff to court, man. This, this stuff is wrong, man. Sue. 
too. It is wrong, brother. But uh, guys, it's all time we have for today. Uh, I had some I had fun uh, doing this episode and talking about some topics with you guys. Everyone, please, if you're listening and you're driving, drive safely. And we will see you guys next week. Love you guys. Later. Bigs out. Bigs out. The Biggs vs. Biggs podcast was brought to you by your creators and hosts, Kristen Biggs and Justin Biggs. Executive producers, Letitia Biggs, Aaron Freeman, Westworld Productions, and Valerie Wright. Co-host and production manager, Chanel Blackman. Audio editor, Eric Ryloff. Opening announcement by Jack Thriller. Sound design, mix, and master, James Oliva. And special thanks to our friends and partners at Revolt TV, Aki Garrett, Patty Reyes, and JJ West. Bigs versus Bigs out. We're out of here. Bigs versus Bigs out. No, I said Bigs versus Bigs out. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.